0: Good morning. Uh, This morning's scripture readings are taken from Isaiah 9, 6, and 7, and Colossians 3, 12 to 17. So let's begin. Isaiah 9, 6 to 7. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this." I realize I didn't give you guys time to find that. My apologies. Let's try this again. Colossians three twelve to 17, if you would like to find it in your Bibles. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord singing to God with gratitude in your hearts, and whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Thank you.
1: Okay. Well, here we are on the fourth Sunday of Advent, Trust that uh, through this Advent season, where did I put that, I guess, here, sorry, did organized. Through this Advent season, you've had a chance a little bit to reflect, to think deeper than just um, buying gifts, um, a chance to really think about Christ coming into our world. Uh, Isaiah likes to use the image of a new song. Will we listen to God's new song? We're looking at this fourth title today, The Prince of Peace, and John Lennon wrote a song called Give Peace a Chance. I don't know if you remember that one. I don't think it's one of his best songs, but it's interesting. It's, uh, it's, it's got lots of energy, lots of lyrics. <laughs> Saw him, looked it up on YouTube, watching him. But the message is a good message. Give peace a chance. So will we give peace a chance, that's always, you know, the invitation. Because we keep playing by the old tapes, if you like. We keep playing by the old songs, meaning our own cycles, our own patterns. It's hard to break out of old patterns and do something new. So we keep playing the old, and, and one of them is the old song of violence and aggression, of hatred, of grudges, of jealousy, so on and so on. Came across an article yesterday by Ron Garen, and Ron Garen is, you could look it up because he's, he's, he's worth looking at. He's got a bunch of books, Ron Garen, G A R A N. And Garin was a NASA uh, astronaut. And he spent some, oh, I don't know, 180 days in space. So he's very experienced. One of the most. And, and he, in that reality, when you go out in space, he talks about an, an effect and called the overview effect. And it's the effect of going out into space and looking back and seeing the blue planet. And you see it for what it is, this home planet that we all live on, a planet that you don't see boundary lines on when you look back at it, you don't see different nations, you don't see the violence, you see this beautiful blue planet kept safe by a very thin atmosphere, he says. The overview effect, and apparently for astronauts, this is... Something that happens, and they get a sense of closeness to, to our world. And, and what he talks about is when he was out there, he came, he realized the big lie he talks about. And the big lie in his mind is that the first concern we have is the economy, first. Second concern we have is society. And third, concern is the planet and he says that's a big lie because when you look back at the planet what you see number 1 is the planet society economy and so he says we're living we're living the wrong way and when we live that way then we live in a often a, a way of violence and aggression and hate and war, because we're always thinking of scarcity and not enough, and we want to protect our little bit of resources. But when you look back at the whole planet, man, it's this concern for the planet. It's interesting. I mentioned, I was down in Bolivia recently, and they're building a massive highway down through the rainforest. And and there's been a lot of protests over it over the years, but now they're into it. They're building this massive highway. And so it's causing a lot of disturbance, you can imagine, in the rainforest. When I was there a bunch of years ago, I heard all kinds of monkeys. This time around, we were down there, we did not hear one monkey. It's way too noisy for the monkeys. They've taken off. So what are we concerned about, right? So give peace a chance. So the... The challenge we have is we keep playing by the old tapes so then we ourselves don't give peace a chance. So we need to play by new tapes. And for Isaiah, when he's writing, he's looking forward to a child being born who will indeed bring a new song and new tapes. That's what we're looking at. So here's the main text we're looking at. For child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. That's that fourth name we're looking at particularly today. His authority shall grow continually. Note, and there shall be endless peace. Shalom. There shall be endless peace for all people. Shalom is not just a cessation of wars. Shalom is abundance for all. There shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish it and uphold it, note, with justice and with righteousness for all. From this time onwards and forevermore, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. And that's the good news because we seem to have a hard time about doing this. We have a fundamental (laughs) flaw and it keeps us or at least hinders us in this direction. Here, the prophet says, finally, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. So we've looked at Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father today, Prince of Peace. And you'll note that all of these four names come in twos. And so we think, first of all, of Prince. That this child ultimately will be a prince, and this prince will be about the reign of the kingdom of God, God's reign. We've already seen it described in verse 7 as a kingdom of justice and a kingdom of righteousness. And you remember, you cannot have one without the other. To have justice, you must have righteousness, and to have righteousness, you must have justice. We're not able to separate in different silos, right? I'm uh, my, my righteous, my, my, my personal piety, my righteousness, and keep that away from justice for all. It doesn't work that way. They have to go together. We have a tendency to try to separate it. I can feel quite pious myself and not be concerned about justice for others. Biblical sense, that's impossible. You must have both together. And so this prince will be about justice, will be about righteousness, will be about shalom, and ultimately be about love, the kingdom of love. God is love, we hear in the New Testament, John. There's a play by Dorothy Sayers, and Dorothy Sayers has uh, Balthazar, one of the three wise men, coming to King Herod because they've come to Bethlehem to looking for this new baby king, who will reign his kingdom by love. And when Herod hears that, Herod's talking to Balthasar, he says, well, that's a joke. That's totally a joke, because you can't rule by love. It's impossible. I'm a king, and I know you can only rule by fear, by greed, and by offering security. That's the only way you can do it. It's a joke to rule by love. It's impossible. So he says, when you go find your baby king, you tell your king, it's impossible to rule by love. And you see, the old tapes that we play, basically we say the same thing. It's impossible to rule by love. We all, you know, it's just, we just draw the circle nice and tight around ourselves and our family and we... We can't be concerned about others because we don't feel there's enough. So we run by scarcity, as Palmer says, instead of by abundance. So this prince is concerned about a kingdom of love. Shalom. And, you know, you can look at Isaiah chapter 9, sorry, 11, at the beginning there when the impact of that on nature. You know, when there will be a cessation of violence and aggression even in nature beautiful place, a baby will be by the viper's nest right, and will be safe, that's a beautiful image so it will be a prince, this child and the prince, secondly, will be a prince of shalom will run by shalom, will rule by shalom that's the image so I've got lost on my slides shadow where am i now i like this one it's too light a thing that you should be my servant to raise up the tribes of jacob and to restore the survivors of israel i will give you as a light to the nations to all the world that my salvation may reach to the end of the earth speaking of this child for the whole earth the whole planet and then from Micah, and he shall stand and feed his flock in the strength of the Lord in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God, and they shall live secure. For now he shall be great to the ends of the earth, and he shall be the one of peace. Shalom. So the, the prophets are speaking about this day. So he will be a prince, and he will be a peace. A prince of peace, a prince of shalom. Shalom. Can we play by this new tape? Lenin says, give peace a chance. Interesting, you know, it's often the, the, the artists who are prophets, right? Lenin wrote a lot of great music. And there's a prophetic voice about it, and let's give peace a chance. Frequently, the artists are able to see something that we often don't. So the abundance, and this abundance is finally realized in the New Testament in the baby. So we hear the shepherd's song, and suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace, Reine, which is shalom, and on earth shalom among those whom he favors. May there be peace, give peace a chance. And then we come to this amazing statement of Colossians 3.15, where we have the second text, and let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Because the challenge we have is that we have to grab hold of that peace. The Prince of Peace comes, and then we have to say yes to the peace. We have to accept the peace. Stop living like this and live like this no longer fists of anger and uptightness, but receive grace and mercy and kindness and love. So we got to do that, you see what I mean? Even as Christians, we have to do that. Every, Every faith all around the world, we have got to stop living like this and live like this. Give peace a chance. So we have to claim that. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. It's it's conditional here. Let the peace of Christ rule. You have to let, I have to let the peace of Christ rule. Rule is strong. Let peace rule in our hearts. You see, in Advent, we need to Am I hearing that? Am I receiving that? Let the peace of Christ rule. You might ask yourself, what's ruling in your heart? What rules in your heart? That's a strong word, right? Will we let shalom rule in my heart? Amidst all the annoyances of life, all the disturbances of life, all the irritations of life, Will I let peace reign, rule in my life? You have to do that, I have to do that. Nobody else can do that for you. No one. Parents can't do it, your kids can't do it, your friends can't do it. You have to do it. Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. you got to work it out, right? Let the peace of Christ rule. And then the second phrase later on is let the word of Christ dwell. Let the word of Christ dwell. Let his word dwell. Make a home in that. In Christ's words, give peace a chance. I mean, what does Jesus say? The Sermon on the Mount. you got to love your enemies. Wow. He's saying to the whole world, looking back at that little blue ball, love your enemies. If we were loving our enemies, we, the whole thing would be different. The whole world would be different if we'd love our enemies. And that's for you and me too. It's not just the you know, nations. It's us individually. Will we love our enemies? Give peace a chance. Paul also writes, now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times and all ways. The Lord be with all of you. I like that, Lord of peace. Give you peace. So closing up, what do we see? It's interesting. We're saying, Jesus, this child, is to be our source of peace. Musically, as an image, you can think of, in Baroque music, they had something they called the cantus firmus, or the ground bass. And it was a bass line that all the other music would kind of be developed over this polyphonic music and there would be this line and it would ground everything. And what we're saying is Jesus is to be that foundation, that ground. Love is to be the ground. God is love. Christ is love. You know what, just because nations have a hard time and even religions have a hard time, let's don't blame Jesus for all that. Jesus is about love, loving. We as Christians sometimes have made it into something else. And we make all our rules and regulations, our isms, the basis. And we forget that Jesus is all love. Love. Love your enemy. That's his message. And so we need to hear that, right? Live that out. We're, you know, Christians. We're full of our own issues. and We make all kinds of stuff. Make all kinds of errors. All kinds of problems. Let's look at Christ. There are lots of people, you know, who won't even use the word Christian. They don't want to use the word Christian because they don't want to be associated with this whole ism. And So then they will say, well I'm a follower of Jesus, they'll say that. I want to be connected with Jesus. So what about us? Will we follow Jesus? He is our light, He is our source, He is our foundation. Let the peace of Christ rule, let the word of Christ dwell. So going home, what do we see? Well, we see, number one, that Oh, it stopped, Sean. Shadow, sorry. Shadow will fix it. You got it, man. God's initiative. God takes the initiative in all this. He's the one who comes to us. Remember, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Secondly, we see what? Go ahead, man. Will we do the new song? Will we sing the new songs? I mean, really, will you sing the new songs, right? We're coming up to a new year. What's going to be the song for your new year? What's going to be your mode? Are we going to keep playing the old tapes or are we going to sing something new? Are we going to be something new? It's always a beautiful opportunity of a new year, I think. You you know, do you make lists going into the new year? I want to be this. I want to become something different. I want to do this. And then by about the end of the first day, I'm already scratching things out that I've messed up already. I oh, can't do that one now. Let's try this one. Hold on to that one. <laughs> but we have an opportunity. God takes the initiative, He comes to us in this child, and our invitation is to indeed hear the Prince of Peace give peace a chance in your life, in your relationships, in your reality may we do that may we sing the new song so you got to choose in fact you got to act right that's that's where it gets hard i got to choose and i've got to act give peace a chance he's our prince of peace may we hear may we say yes this is the message the whole message of the incarnation is to come and give us peace and love, that's the Advent message. So we look forward that we have one final week here. So hang on, think about that, meditate about that, go deeper with this child of peace in your life and my life. Amen.